Okay. Man, my voice sounds like shit right now. Yeah, I wonder why. A little bit of uh, losing my voice here. Cause well, it's a good thing you don't have to talk for the next hour. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Good idea. Um. Okay, I think that's... I think we're doing it. I think, think we're back. I think we're back. Good morning. Guten Morgen. Vietnam. Guten Morgen. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're tired. That's that's one thing for sure. Uh-huh. At least I am. I'm I'm still fucking. I'm fried from uh, our big weekend shooting the gifted that we've been talking about for fucking ever now. Forever and ever. <clears throat> you know, I'll go ahead and start off by saying what a wonderful weekend it was. Uh, I thought it went really, really well. It's one of those. It's one of those weekends where like people start showing up and you're like, hot damn, we really do be. We really do be doing doing the movie making now. <laughs> it's like it's not it's not. Hey, dipshits, get in the back of my car and pretend there's a monster down the road. Yeah. It's look, there's a fucking army of people here. <laughs> Everyone showed up, and um, you know, and it was an, it was a very ambitious, you know, set too. It wasn't like uh, like you said, just like hey, let's uh, fucking, you know, have two people sitting down in a coffee shop and, you know, do a few lines here. It, it was like, we're going to fucking make a whole church turn into a... <laughs> we're going to make sure every single person looks like a freak. Yep. yep. And uh, then we're going to make sure other people look fucked up and mm-hmm. all this. And, of course, we had the lovely Miss Ginger Lynn Allen uh, joining us. And, man, wow, she was... Well, she was wonderful. I had such a blast hanging out with her. She was so sweet, so kind, team player. She thought, I mean, she felt like uh, she could feel the fa- the family vibe like right away. I just thought, I mean, she was just, I was very, very, very impressed working with her and just very proud of working with her too. I thought there, she was really, really cool. She's great. Yeah. Don't don't have much to add on to that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, shooting movie, it was, uh, so for those that, are joining us now for the first time. If this time. is your first episode for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is, uh, it would be nice. We're going to dive into, I'm sure, all kinds of shit on this episode. But yeah, we were talking about, um, we're filmmakers here, so we were talking about making this movie, The Gifted from Strange Films. And yeah, it finally came down to it. And we had uh, Friday night. It was a long day Friday. And Saturday was uh, kind of long too, but we got it done. And uh, yeah, we, we shot half of a feature film in those two days and um yeah just yeah, a lot of fun it's, uh takes takes a lot to shoot half a feature in a weekend it's like just like you kind of gotta boil down to like wow that's you you you, you did do half of it that's crazy yeah yeah just, it's knocking futs we got uh two more um big shoot days in philly whenever i schedule that shit out later yeah. in the summer but right now it's no, I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> but I will say, we set the bar high. We fucking set the bar high here in Oxville. Like, Philly's going to have to really step it up. Because, um, uh, yeah, everyone showed up. Everyone worked really, really hard. And uh, it's it's nice to see that we actually have a crew. Yeah. You know? That's pretty cool. Like, so when anyone has a project, we, we know we have at least, like, six, seven people we can It call. was kind of crazy. I was looking at it, and I'm like, I think, like, 
I mean, there's not like a single like new face here. I mean, I'm sure there was at least one person there. I mean, there was at least one person involved that hadn't done stuff with you before, but like, yeah, well, Jedi was one of them. But like, everyone knows someone who knows someone. Yeah, of course. Is the thing. There's no like someone who just found you on Facebook and showed up and whatnot. And it's like, wow, this is really just like everyone here has like worked with you in some fashion or knows someone who's worked with you in some fashion. Like, wow, it's a lot of people. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot to handle, and we had the Philly people come down too. So that was a merging worlds and that was uh that was like, like damn dude you've got enough people now where you can like just totally rig all those film festivals yeah dude that you can, that was the plan all along yeah just <laughs> make sure everyone shows up and, and votes for your stuff instead yeah. of being welcoming to new members of the community exactly if i have half the audience then <laughs> odds are in my favor um that's why you. That's why all your movies have so many extras. Actually, yeah. you're just like I'll fucking show them. <laughs> Party scene, everyone's there. Yeah. Church scene, everyone's there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was the plan all along, Knoxville, from the very beginning. When I saw what was going on, I was like, Yeah, I'll take it from the inside. This is this is Hydra. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right, man. Well, um, yeah, let's go. How are you? I don't know. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I can't. I have been. Struggling to find a proper, like, it would be nice. I don't really have one just because my brain is so, like, wishy-washy right now. My, I, I, I have found that, like, you know, my, my usual weekend is, like, because I have long weekends because work schedule's weird, but, like, my usual weekend is, like, ah, I'll spend a day just kind of doing my own thing, and then I'll spend a day maybe with some friends, maybe a day with some family, maybe a day just out in nature, and then I'll... I'll be back to it, and like you know, it's like when it's when it, when I, my weekend is anything but like that usual like ebb and flow of like ah, I'll do this, ah, I'll do that. It does the the week arrives, the proper work week arrives, and I'm like, all right, let's see what's gonna go on this week. Let's see what's yeah. Let's see what's gonna go on. Um, I will tell you, hey, it'd be nice if uh if the mosquitoes of the world realize that they're absolutely useless to the ecosystem and society, mm-hmm. and all just uh all just you know, I don't know just jumped off a bridge like, without their wings or something. Like, just, or, I don't know, like, tie little tiny uh, mosquito nooses or something. Or it was like, they get all attracted to, like, a big ball of fire or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, no, fuck the mosquitoes, man. Fuck them bloodsuckers. Last they- week I was bitching about poison ivy, and that was <laughs> definitely worse, but it's just like, for a solid day or two... After we shot in the graveyard and got eaten up by mosquitoes, it's like the two or three spots they got me were just like nonstop, just nah, like, yeah. and one of them was on my wrist, and it was like, That's always, yeah. I would wake up and I would like before I was even conscious of like I was awake, I would notice I was like rubbing my wrist aggressively mm-hmm. on my like blanket, and I'm like, oh wow, that's just that's just not great. Mosquitoes suck, and it's like. I don't know how much it's backed up, but I remember when I was young hearing, oh, yeah, if they died out, everything would be fine. Like, there's no crops that rely on mosquitoes. There's no other animals that rely on mosquitoes for, like, laying eggs or whatever. It's like, you know, you try to get rid of, like, the locusts, and next thing you know, oops, this this one type of crop doesn't germinate anymore or something because of the ecosystem. No, the mm-hmm. mosquitoes are just useless, and they suck, literally, and they give people <laughs> diseases, and they itch, and they're a pest, and just awful. They really altogether. are the worst. Like, altogether. Yeah, we got... I forgot to bring the, the bug spray for the bug sp- shoot. God, mis- bug spray. Mosquitoes are just one of those things, it's just like, you never... You always forget about it. Yeah. Like, like when you're going out in the woods, you anticipate it, but it's just like oh, the graveyard. Yeah. Or we're like, you know, hanging out in the front yard and you're like, oh shit, that really itches. And then, or, you know, you, you feel, you feel that little prick or you feel like something on your, your arm. And then you look down, it's mosquitoes just sucking your blood. Dude. Yeah. You're like, get the hell off of me. But 
Yeah, they are the worst. And, you know, you think about it, and you're like, they're just going around hopping from person to person, just sucking blood. Yeah. It's not very safe. Not very safe. No. But, uh, they're, they're bad dudes. Don't like them. No, don't like them at all. Um, yeah, that, I did get eaten up pretty well. I mean, my head, like, I didn't realize, but it was at the church, like, while we were uh, shooting, like, halfway through, I just, <laughs> I was, like, itching my wrist really bad, and I just had this big bite on it. I was like, mm. oh, yeah, there it is. I got one on my neck, and, like, all kinds of shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, <clears throat> they are terrible. Um, yeah, and then it's always, like, I don't know, it's get, starting to get hot out now, you know, that yeah. was another thing. It was hot on uh, Friday, and uh, then it was, like, pissing rain like on saturday and then that 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 muggy uh you know that post weather rain yeah it gets super humid and then that's where the mosquitoes really come out afterwards too that's tennessee swamp ass weather yeah swamp ass weather that's that's perfect way to describe it it's not great Mm -mm, mm -mm. uh, i still haven't like like had a chance to get back out in nature after my brush with death last time yeah 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 and now it's gonna be too hot (laughs) For real, I gotta go back. I need to. I need to set. Uh, go for a hike. Uh, I really. I've been craving one for a while now. But like a nice. I want to go like a nice. I almost want to go back to Roan Mountain again, just because that one like is just such a payoff at the end, you know. Yeah. And you can like take your time on up there when you're. There's done. like so many different levels of hiking of like you know I am is great and whatnot, but it does kind of feel like you're walking around in a glorified park. Yeah. Because of how small it is, how you get done, how it's like, you know, every turn, I mean, you turn a corner, you're going to see another person. There is, I, I do like when you go on those trails and it's just like, you kind of feel like you're the only one who knows about it for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, right. And, uh, and whatnot. I was just listening to a podcast yesterday where a guy was talking about backpacking and, you know, there's, there's all these trails that go everywhere throughout places, but like, you know, the Appalachian Trail. And it's just like, could you imagine just packing a backpack and just going out and then just a couple months you're just out? Yeah, it's nuts. I I can't. <laughs> There's someone at um, work who uh, I guess took like six months off to go do the Appalachian Trail or something. But I can't even imagine doing that. I can't even imagine like. Yeah, I haven't gone camping in a while, and I, I want I want to do it because it's just like it's, you know. I mean, I, I see those videos of people like making little camp stoves and cooking by the fire, and I was like, I want to do that, but for like a night or two. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I tried camping a few times when I was younger, and. It was fun, but yeah, I, I mean, I was always there with my friends or family, and uh, back in high school was the last time I did it, and I was with my, my friends, and that was fun, you know, um, I just don't think there's no way in hell I would <laughs> do that right now, unless, like, we had, like, some sort of uh, camper or something, <laughs> like the camper idea. My, me, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the whole tent and sleeping yeah. bag thing, but I kind of like everything else. Yeah, everything else is kind of cool, it's kind of like a, you I, know, I, I like cabins. I like oh, yeah. a, a decent cabin or just like a loft or a lodge or something. And then you go out and it's just right there. That's something we really need to plan, like a cabin trip, you know, just a weekend in Gatlinburg or something. And yeah. Smokies. I mean, I, I, I very much like I've dreamed of a while. Just go into a cabin and like, no, I don't want cell phone coverage. I don't want Wi-Fi. I just want to be there and read books. And, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd want like electricity because I'd, you know, want to maybe do some writing or something on my right. laptop. But yeah, that would um, I wouldn't mind trying something like that. I, I always listen to this podcast um, a while back about filmmaking and they these two guys had like a root like a. Just every once, every like six months or whatever, they would go and drive like three hours away and go stay at a cabin with 
no like internet or anything and and they would just like fucking workshop the whole weekend and you know write and hang out in the case of beer and fucking food and just yeah chill that's out how you do it mm-hmm Oh man, I'm trying to strain my uh, my voice is just <laughs> I'm trying to keep up here. My voice is straining, <clears throat> so sorry, sorry for the audience. Yeah, I just you don't realize how much you're fucking talking when the directing hits. You yeah, know? it's like and then you have to yell, especially when you got like 20 people you're trying to direct at once, and it's like just I was um, constant straining. One of the many backstage back set conversations was a. Uh, being saying we gotta get some walkie-talkies in this bitch. Yeah, that's so you know, true. Like, it's just like yeah, that yeah, that's one of those things. Of like, especially when you get to a set that's large enough, like because one of the whole deals was we had to cover up those windows, and it's just like this constant running back inside. How's it look? Yeah, kind of sort of thing. It's like Honestly. ah, it's it's all filmmaking has all those little like nuances of like time saving and organization that is just like. I mean, no one fucking teaches you this shit. Like, no. it's it's hard enough to learn how to, like, do three-point lighting and set up audio and frame shots and do proper storytelling. And then there's all the boring shit that actually makes the production go right. smoothly. And it's walkie-talkies, though. Fucking cool. We got to add that to the list, for sure. For sure. Uh, if we keep doing productions like that, we're definitely going to need them. Um, yeah. And it was... But it was nice to see everybody just, like, fucking put the teamwork in. And, like, because when we wrapped... And I was like, anticipating having to clean that church for like two hours. Yeah, I was, it was, everyone scattered to fucking clean, dude. dude. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of us were like, you know, it, I mean, it was a full day, so people were like, let's. It, there's always this thing of when you're striking a set of like, everyone wants to go home, everyone wants to eat food, so yeah. we're gonna do this. And like, I told Lucas and like, buddy, as soon as, as soon as we call it wrap, I'm gonna jump like a howler monkey and rip all those trash bags yeah, off the windows. Yeah. And the, which I got them, I got those down, and like, I think if I tried, I would have gotten them down in less than a minute. The issue <laughs> is the the tape that stuck to the uh, top yeah. and. Windows were pretty high up, and we had to, we had to jerry rig that. Yeah, I saw you guys were like standing on some like a chair, chair. and Lucas's toolbox, <laughs> and it was like he was like, "This is very precarious," and it's like, "Yep, that's why we sent the tallest person to get up on top." Right, of it. right. Yeah, I walked by. I was like, "That looks unsafe," but I think they got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that was cool because everyone just took like took initiative to clean something and and it, we got we got out of there within like 30 minutes and that yeah. was really nice we didn't even mess the place up that much no not at all honestly like just and i get i did get a text from the guy alan shout out alan stylesworth uh for uh letting us shoot there but he texted me he was like church looks great thank you <laughs> like i was like all right yeah cool yeah, also hey listen out there if you're someone who owns property and people ask you to do filmmaking on it we don't want to fuck with your shit we no. don't want to mess your shit up we we know that you put a lot of work into having this space because we're indie filmmakers. We'd like our own space, mm -hmm. but that's why we show respect to the places that we show up to, you know, even if they don't respect us, like shutting the gates on us, you know? Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was funny, dude. I panicked, dude. I really did for a second. Um, we got locked in a cemetery on Friday. We, uh, we went and shot in this great cemetery where we shot the teaser trailer, but when we shot the teaser trailer, the cemetery <clears throat> closes at closed at eight. And uh, we got through like 5.30, and I was like, all right, we'll have plenty of time to, to shoot this thing. And the gates closed at 7, and our the big car we were using was stuck. <laughs> all of us were stuck. <laughs> yeah. And there was a moment where I was like, oh, God, two hours into shooting, and we've already fucked this whole weekend up. <laughs> like, like, got Ginger Lynn stuck in a cemetery. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> like, like the, we didn't realize there was a sensor. The car was able to get out, but we still had to squeeze out. It's just like... I don't know. It's like you think that 
like a little button that's like far enough inside the cemetery that no one from the outside could feasibly right. reach it. Just a little button that you hit it and it opens the gates for like ten seconds. Yeah, and then closes. It's like those. I don't know. Or like a side, like a door from the inside that you can only access from the inside. You know, like to get out or something. Something you know? like that. I don't know. <clears throat> but yeah, it was. Uh, that was funny. But I'm I'm so glad that Jordan and Francis recorded that entire like five minute escapade getting out of it the was fence. just a whole deal of like us kind of being there and like all the all the skinny people being like all right what's the f- big fucking deal and then like <laughs> you know it got to me and i'm like oh i got your kind of a beer belly i've got kind of chunky over the years and i'm just like all right let's do it and then being freaking stripping down being yeah, like oh, yeah. i gotta i gotta slim down and i think i joked about like rubbing oil on someone just like you gotta get out and yeah yeah everyone was uh everyone was able to squeeze out of there though and and yeah, we got a great behind the scenes uh, video of the whole thing, so I, that's, I, that'll that's, be fun to watch. That's guerrilla filmmaking. That's what you do when you just show up and shoot without permission. For sure, yeah. What a fun, uh, what a fun time. Um, yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of fun moments um, throughout the set and everything. But <clears throat> I'm glad everyone had a good time. And I was, um, I mean, I, can, I don't can't really go into the details of the lines, but one of those last shots you did with Joe, where he like he started like coughing. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was like doing an evil laugh, and he's like, <laughs> which I totally understand. There are so many times when I'll laugh really hard at something, and next thing uh-huh. I know, I'm like dying. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then, <laughs> dude, I watched that footage. It looked, it looked awesome. But there was that one time, <laughs> one of the takes, he like sticks his tongue out, like, yeah. I was like, I don't know if that was part of the character or if he was just like, because he told me, he's like. Sorry, you know, I can only laugh for so long without making it a joke. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, so I don't know if he was doing either one, but yeah, he 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 brought it, man. That was fun. It was good to see uh, see that character come to life. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, and then you you know, I don't know about you, but yesterday after it was all kind of over and I and everything, like everyone went home, dropped Ginger off at the airport and everything. It's like, and I was kind of finally settled down. Settled at home and everything. I was the depression blues started coming in a little bit, and I was like, "It's over. We're not going. We're not going to be shooting. There's no. There's no more filmmaking. This is, this is uh the, the part where it's like back to reality tomorrow. You yeah, know? it's kind of like that. It and is. It is like a weird thing of like think about like how it's just like part of the reason why I wish we could do shield shoots more often is it's like you get better at it. You get better oh, at yeah. it the more you can do it, and it's like it kind of sucks when you can only do it like two or three times a year and yeah. it's like next thing you know it's gonna be like we're 50 and that's when we get the walkie-talkies uh-huh, on set <laughs> right yeah it, it, yeah you, you know i felt like i leveled up this weekend i mean as far as like having that kind of set and that shoot and everything and that was great um and then you, you, get, you get out of that and you're like but am i really leveling up because when's the next time i'm gonna shoot or is this like I don't know. You just, like you said, it's not a, we're not like in the industry full time. So it's just, we're just doing this when we can and when the opportunity is right. So we just get a little, um, I just get sad, you know, especially when I got to go back to like fucking serving drinks or something. I'm like, oh man, this, why do I have to make this the full time income when I can't? Time to go back to editing social media videos. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Time to, time to go back to the real world for a moment. Real grind. But, but at least we have a lot of behind the scenes stuff we can start posting and I mean I know I'll have a lot of shoots and stuff coming up this summer. I honestly I do anticipate a pretty busy year, but um Oh yeah. But yeah, you got the you got the strange films fest coming up. Soon. I know. Which <clears throat> I gotta really jump on that in the next over the next couple of weeks here. But 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it's just nice to live in that world for, and that's all you live and breathe and do for like forty eight hours, and then come out of that. But um, <clears throat> what was I gonna say? I don't know. Oh yeah, and then I come back and I'm like, fuck, I'm so tired. But I'm like, oh god, I still got to edit the Strange Films podcast. Oh, I got to record the It Would Be Nice podcast. Oh yeah. my god, I got to do this. I still <laughs> got to finish MC too. It's, oh, so it's just yeah. no really time to rest, honestly. But <clears throat> I'm trying to think of uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think here. I'm, uh, sorry, not, guys. Yeah, I've not done much. I mean, <clears throat> past week, like I mean, obviously this weekend was the gifted, but like even the, just the week before that, it's like. Uh, it, it was pretty much, I mean, my poison ivy was pretty much healed up when we recorded the last podcast, but it, it stayed kind of itchy, not like in mm. a don't scratch or it'll spread, but in kind of a skin's dry, it's kind of rough kind of way. And I mean, it, it's, it's fine now, but it's one of those things where I still like, I feel like I haven't like mentally recovered from it. Mm. You know, it's just like a whole week where it's just like, you're down and you're feeling like shit and it's like, ah, I gotta get back up. <laughs> right. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to title of the last episode or yeah. thumbnail and I was like ah poison ivy strikes well yeah you know what's fun <laughs> is trying to find out how to fucking remedy poison ivy and seeing fucking bunch of DC nerds being like what's your favorite interpretation and I'm like I am so itchy I don't give a shit that's funny yeah. I that's you know what you know what that's another that's you know Jordan oh, Jordan go. really likes it when just organically we're talking about shit and it comes up it'd be go. nice if like is it me or is Google searching fucking terrible now like you search stuff and it just doesn't show you any like close to what you want. Yeah. And I it sometimes it, it it depends. There is a skill to googling. There's a skill of like putting stuff in quotation marks to like be like I need this phrase. There's the whole deal where you can say narrow it down to this site. There's the whole don't show stuff. You know what sucks is when I google like a tech problem and it's from like 2008 and I'm like, "Dude, no. This is very <laughs> outdated. Why would you think yeah. to show it?" But a lot of it is just like you know, in the past couple of years, I think Google's had this push of like wanting to do this thing where instead of showing you a website where you can get the information, they just are like, oh, you want to know the release date for this movie? And it'll just show you right there, big bold letters. Yeah. And I feel like they tried to do that and then they stopped getting better at it. And now it's at this thing of like, I, I think what drives me crazy is I do a lot of stuff with Adobe After Effects. And sometimes I'm just like, all right, I just need to know the keyboard shortcut to uh, fit the composition, to fit the video to the composition, or something simple like that. Literally just, what I want to Google is Adobe After Effects fit video to composition. And what I want to see is, to fit the video to the composition, hit Control, Alt, whatever, you know. But you know what I see? You know what I see? A bunch of random articles, a bunch of YouTube videos. It's always a YouTube video. And you know what it always is? It's always like, hey guys, what's up? I'm here uh -huh. to teach you about Adobe After Effects. Make sure you subscribe to my channel. Yeah. I do a lot of things. Also, go to my course on Nebula. Sign up for my course. You can learn all about Adobe After Effects. I'm giving out all these templates, all these things. And like three minutes later, he's like, all right, so here's the situation. You've got a video. <laughs> you want to, I'm like, yeah, I know the situation. Yeah. I'm in my guy. And then it's like... You know, YouTube has that thing where they show, like, a highlight, like, a little purple thing on the bar where it's, like, this is where people go, and it's just, like, the video's eight minutes long, and then, like, you go to that, he's like, so you're gonna hit Control-Alt-H, I don't think that's the actual shortcut, by the way, people, if you, <laughs> if you found that, if you Googled how do I fit a video to a composition and you found this podcast because the Google results just <laughs> suck, that, I don't know if that's actually it, but it's just, like, if, 
if you can fit the instruction, if you can fit the knowledge I need on like half a line of text, maybe fit it on half a line of text instead of giving me a video. God damn it. Oh, there it was. Yep. <sighs> Ooh, yeah, no, that, that's so true because I do the same thing. I'll look up something for either editing or just like a tech problem, whatever it is, and I look it up. It's always a fucking YouTube video or an article that I have to scroll endlessly to find. And, uh, yeah, that YouTube video stuff is like, that's why I honestly, I try all other options before I click the YouTube video. Me too. It's like, I Me don't want to fucking do it. I know I'm going to either scroll like six minutes in or whatever until, uh, I find just the one little small answer I need. It's, but, uh, Hey, that's YouTube for you. You know, that's YouTubers. And I just posted a little, uh, behind the scenes on, um, YouTube shorts. And, uh, it was just, I mean, it was the fuck up that it was, it was like the fuck up when we were doing the gimbal and. Uh, oh yeah that yeah lucas was like oh i fucked up because the focus whatever and and uh it's like a 15 second clip and then someone someone just commented like this is not content <laughs> like, i mean with but, not only that this is not content but like the uh the face palm emoji <laughs> with it and i just commented back saying thank you for taking the time out of your day to let me know <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I'm imagining this person, like, after they, like, scroll through YouTube shorts, they, like, go into a dark room, and they sit on a pillow, and they close their eyes, and they think, what is content? <laughs> like, and it's, I, I just, I do think, like, you had the perfect response to that, because it is just one of those things, like, if you watch something, and you sit out, and you type out, this is not content, it's like, I think it's content. Yeah, right. And it's like, what does content even mean? Yeah. Because con- I guess what they're saying is this didn't meaningfully engage with me. This didn't jive with right. me and it didn't bring me any substance. And there's a lot of shit online that brings me no substance. Of course. But you know what I do? Because, I mean, I've been getting back into the clock app, as the oh, kids yeah. call it. Uh, <laughs> and the algorithm has me pretty figured out. I thought that was fucking you. In there. I, I was on the <laughs> algorithm and it just a video comes up of some guy being like, man, it'd be nice. Like, I don't even I don't think he said it would be nice, yeah. but it was on that same vein of. Oh man, traffic's bullshit. I hate that stupid idiots in their trucks are trying to get me killed just so they can be five minutes late to work instead of ten minutes. And I'm just like, damn, that is that sounds. I like swear, it looked it for a second. It looked like you, and it sounded like you, especially <laughs> the topic. And I was like, did John just make a TikTok Dude, and it went like viral? I, I, I was like, <laughs> it's like it's scary how well the algorithm gets to know you yeah, with it's that wild. shit. It's just like, okay, you just you just know me, but yeah. I mean, you know, it's just it's it is it's always funny to me the people that take the time out of their day to be like, I did not enjoy this. I don't like this. Well, my, you are irrelevant. Right. And my thing is, it's a 15 second clip. It probably took him like 45 seconds or a minute to to think of that like that fucking jab at me, and then to type it all out and and just be like, yeah, I hope I got him. You know, it's like. What did you gain out of that, dude? Like, it's just crazy. But yeah, it's it, those people you want to like look at all the stuff they comment on. How funny would it be if like this person has commented on every single short? This is not content, right? Yeah, this is not content. And this then like is not content. you find they like they found like a video where it's like a it's a fan fiction of like Bluey or something, and it's about I don't know, it's about like World War Two, and it's about specifically I don't know, like the Warsaw uprising or something like that, but it has bluey characters and they're like, this is content. <laughs> this is content. It's like this hyper specific, weird fucking thing that no one would think of. Like, this, this is content. You know what caps. we should do? You know what we should do hmm. every day? A new person is in charge of YouTube. <laughs> 
just some random user. See where that goes, yeah. Just exactly. some random user. And, like, one day, like, it's a roulette. It just spins, and, like, one day it just it just lands on, like, an actual Nazi, and it's like, oops. This is not content, guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, YouTube is taken over by... Like in Nazis for a whole day, everything goes like the whole layout and everything. But then the next day, it's all like sunshine, flowers, and love, and everything or whatever. The next day is all it's like an aquarium. Everything's just see, like be cool. fucking water and then uh, fish. I don't know. I'm that would be a, a neat social experiment. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, YouTube's too big to fuck with that. But like, just someone should like program a website and just like give someone different the password every day or something. Like all the members that you that registered for the the website has a chance to be selected for <laughs> for to, admin privileges for, yes for admin privileges for 24 hours <clears throat> yeah. to change the theme and it, it, it's like inevitably there's just like immediately a massive purge and they just shut down the website yeah right <clears throat> it would be um it would get dicey real fast you know people what a bunch of bastards someone would make it like a porn site for one day and get weird yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I watched a movie last night. You sure did. I uh, watched the new Ant-Man. Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah. How was it? Um, Better than I expected. I actually liked it. I, I will say the first like, 30, 40 minutes, I was kind of like, it was just like almost too much at once, you know? Yeah. It was kind of like, all right, what are we doing here, you know? And and the quant, you know, the quantum realm is like super, like trippy, you know. So it's like heavy, everything CGI and stuff. Like, so I was like, and and the shit that they're doing in the quantum realm, like it was kind of like, uh, I was just like, I was just waiting for it to really grasp me. But then I will say, once I kind of established what was going on and like felt it and everything, um, and, and the direction they were going with Kang and everything like that, I was like, oh. Okay, now I'm kind of into this. Like I was, I was getting into it really bad, and then I loved Kang. I love Jonathan Majors. Too bad he probably They're, might be getting canceled right now. But I thought he bad. did fucking fantastic as Kang, dude. And uh, he was scary. Like he, he was like really, really good. Um, so I, I enjoyed all of that, and <clears throat> overall, by the end of it, I thought. Um, Pretty good. I mean, I'm glad I watched it at home. I'm that's the whole deal with yeah. like all this shit coming to Disney Plus, which I I canceled mine, so yeah. I'm just like whatever. <laughs> um, you mentioned like taking a while to get into it, and it's like I feel like that's kind of what made me kind of tap out on a lot of Marvel stuff. Yeah, it felt like every time I was sitting down to watch any Marvel show or movie or whatever, I was like, I was sitting there, and it was just kind of this game of sitting down and waiting until I'm like, all right, when are you gonna give me the stuff that right. I'm here for? And it's right. like. Oh, because the, it's just that's kind of what the expectation they've built up with Marvel is there's going to be a really cool thing that happens. And it's like when that cool thing's not happening, you're like, what's what's the point of being? Here? Right. Yeah, I thought I, I honestly thought uh, overall it was pretty good. And it's a nice like it reminded me of like the early days of the first um, phase, you know, of phase one where they're like setting Thanos up and everything yeah. because they do that with Kang. And you really get and we got a little tape. Did you watch Loki? No. Loki was pretty good, but Kang is introducing that, and you get, you, you kind of really, you start getting that glimpse of like, oh shit, that's the next big baddie, that's the next big baddie, and then this one really establishes like, Kang on like, the, the, the fucking, grand yeah, scale the grand of... scale of actually what's happening, like it's teasing the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars pretty it's, heavy, and I'm like, like, wow. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about like how deep a lot of the lore goes. I know Marvel has a lot of villains, but it just seemed like your first big villain you had was someone whose whole thing was I'm going to wipe out half the life in the universe. It's like, how do you go up from that? Yeah, and 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 you know the thing is like I'm not like too too familiar with Kang, but this this kind of helped me understand about Kang and that he is like crazier than Thanos. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, this makes more sense now, and. The fact that the multiverse is so, you know, this is a multiverse saga, so it's been so heavy lately, this kind of really shapes of, like, what what all that shit is actually doing to this saga. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, okay, I really like the explanation of all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, not bad. I mean, not real, not bad at all. I'm happy. It was the better Marvel movie out of all the recent stuff yeah. that Marvel's been putting out. Um, so, we'll see what happens next, I, I still guess. still need to see. Like, it's, like I've, I've, I've said before on the podcast, like, I think... I'm tapped out on Marvel, pretty much, like, mm-hmm. totally. Like, I'll eat any Spider-Man slop they put in front of me. Of course. You could, if you cast, if you cast freaking Robert De Niro as Spider-Man right now, I'd be like, fuck yeah, give it to me. AMG. But, <laughs> which, apparently the new Scorsese movie premiered at Con or some film festival, and everyone's like, fucking masterpiece. Really? Supr- shocker, Martin Scorsese made a good movie, but apparently wow. it's like, it's just like, so like, like he's, I mean, he did an interview recently where he was just like, "I'm getting old, and there's not much time left, and I still got stories to tell." Oh, and it's just shit. like, oh damn! But it's like, apparently, it's you know, fucking like incredible. And like, I was reading about like the book it's based on. I'm like, oh, this is a crazy story. This sounds super cool. So, wow. um, <clears throat> I didn't, I didn't see the Irishman. I understand why people like it a lot, but it's just, I mean, I get, I've, I'm kind of like, I don't want to say I'm burnt out on it because I've not actually seen that many, but it's just. The whole, like, mob life, mafia, it's like, I can only, it just doesn't appeal to me that much. There's so a it, lot, of, I mean, he's got a lot of them. You yeah, know? It's, and it's, it's just like, it's, it's got to be really, really, really solid for me to get into it. And it's like, I think, I'm into, like, like my one of my favorite Scorsese movies is The Departed, and that does involve the mob, but I feel like it's a dip from a different lens than, like, yeah. Goodfellas. It's very different. But for sure. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like I was talking about something. You were talking about... Getting, I was getting talking about getting burned out on Marvel slop and whatnot, and like Spider Man, I'll take anything. Yeah, I'll, I'll, but like, like, but like, I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy three yet, and I think oh yeah. the main reason why so many people like that is because like you can fucking ignore the fact that that's part of the MCU. Well, it's its own thing, and yeah, I like it's that so too. far off enough, and it's like, I because I, I feel like for a while one of my big things when when I'd walk into a Marvel movie was you know waiting for that connection waiting for how's this going to tie into Who, the, what characters crossing over and especially this one, if it's least. like a movie where it's like i don't know the character yet like when i first watched the first ant-man i'm like i don't know the fir- i don't know ant-man mm-hmm. and then he meets falcon and i'm like i guess i know that guy yeah and it's just like this weird thing of like i don't know i, don't I know. think that's actually why i like this one a little bit more because it was like in the quantum realm and it was its own thing and it was just ant-man and wasp and all that and like <clears throat> I thought, um, I don't know, it's just that and then that esta- helping establish, like, the bigger fucking thing that's going to happen uh, with the Avengers movies is like, okay, I can take that. That's nice. But, like, the Thor movie was dog shit, yeah. like, in my opinion. Um, and I, I do want to see Guardians 3, so hopefully uh, hopefully I can check, check, check that out soon. But, um, but yeah, that I don't know. I'm not, like, as excited about it as, you know, as I used to be. But, oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I watched. You watched a movie. I watched a movie. That's right. I watched a uh, a film that really uh it deals with 
some of the realities of of life really and it's it follows these two brothers who uh, they live in New York and they're they've got a struggling plumbing business and things get strange when they get whisked away to a strange world uh-oh watched a movie called Super Mario Brothers uh-oh I watched the, I watched it it's pretty good. The the new one. The new yeah, one. Yeah, okay. No, I thought you were talking about the older one. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, there's. Oh man, how was it? It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's like not great. It's it's pretty thin on like substance. Yeah. Like it does. It's not. It doesn't have a revolutionary plot. The plot is Bowser's evil. Yeah. And he's gonna invade and whatnot. And then it's like, <clears throat> but I mean, the real reason you stay there is everyone does a great job. Like, I remember when the trailer came out, and I'm just like, oh, great, Chris Pratt going, it's a me, a Mario. Yeah. And then he just he's just fine. He's he's fine. I think one thing to realize is, like, these 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 Mario Brothers feel like they're distinct from the video game Mario Brothers, because they go into the fact that, like, no, these guys are plumbers in Brooklyn. They have an Italian family that are making spaghetti with mushrooms, and Mario doesn't like mushrooms. <laughs> and they're their own distinct characters that enter this strange world, which is... You know, more than any of the games do, like, there's, I guess there's every now and then, like, a hint that Mario and Luigi are from a different world, but Mario games have always been super paper thin on story. Mm-hmm. It's all about the world and whatnot, and, and like, man, like, the if you're a fan, there's so many references, and there's, like, the obvious ones, like, towards the beginning of the movie, Mario and Luigi are running to a plumbing job, and it's just side-scrolling. It's side-scrolling, <laughs> nice. and they're jumping up on the scaffolding like that, and that's great. And then there's just little shit of, like, spotting a store off in the background and noticing, oh, that's named after that one enemy from that one game or mm. something like that. Mm. And there's a ton of that shit. Uh, the music is constantly incorporating, like, themes from Mario, even if it's just for a split second. Like, there's, like, a split second where you see, like, a crowd of Yoshis. That's like, uh, yeah. the only Yoshi you see in the movie. But, like, for that split second, the music plays a little, little tune from Super Mario World. Oh. I'm like, there you go. Uh, but everyone's great. Charlie Day's great as Luigi. Seth Rogen is just Seth Rogen. But it's 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 kind of fitting as Donkey Kong. Okay. He's pretty fun. Jack Black's incredible. He's yeah. amazing. Anya Taylor-Joy is great as Peach. Peach is great in this movie. Yeah. She's just, it's like, it's kind of funny, like, you know, we're so used to like, oh, she's just the princess who needs help. But in this movie, she's like, Mario, you're a fucking idiot. Let me show you how this is done. And Mario is just like this dude who's just like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. I'm just going to jump around and and whatnot. Movie goes by super fast. I mean, it's just set piece after set piece after yeah. set piece of just, it looks amazing. It's just got so much great lighting and just so much color and it pops. And, and I mean, there's a whole Mario Kart segment that's basically Mad Max. Nice. And it's awesome. Uh... One last thing I want to touch on, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad is, like, my favorite character. Yeah? He is so, like, he's so full of confidence, but he's kind of dumb, but also, like, thinks he's hot shit, and mm-hmm. it's it's just great. Like, there's a scene where they're building all their carts for the racing, and, like, Mario's in a standard cart, Peach is in a bike, and uh, Donkey Kong's in his thing, and then Toad just pulls up in this fucking monster truck, <laughs> and he's just like, what's up, bitches? And it's just, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's... It goes by super fast. It's bright and colorful. Yeah. It's fun. It's just, it's a good time. I want to watch it. I it's mean, a it, good it, time. I kind of get that vibe. Like, it's going to be a fun, especially if you like Mario and all yeah. all those characters. Like, it, don't expect it's going to be like some Scorsese masterpiece. It's going to be a fine fucking movie. And also, you know, kids will really enjoy it and families will really enjoy it. But yeah. 
uh, I think as a fan of Mario, I, it it does generally look really fun. So, did you rent it or? Uh, uh, I found it. Okay, we'll say it like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I saw it because I was on Apple TV the other day and. Um, I saw it on there. I was like, did they put it on Apple TV? And then I was like, oh, it's, it's the whole deal of you must pay $25 yeah, to rent crazy. this. And it's like, who are these people that think that someone's going to fork over that much money for watching a movie temporarily at home? Yeah. Turns out it's probably a lot of people. Yeah. Well, of- I mean, it makes more sense also. I mean, like, because back in the day, like, don't you remember, like, theaters used to, if you, it felt like. Movies would be in theaters for like three or four months, and then it would go to like half a year, and then you wouldn't get to see it. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, you'd have to wait another six, seven, eight months before it came out on like DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah, and now it's like they do usually like one, two months of theater, or even while they're in the theater, they're like, oh well, you can just rent it at home if you want, and yeah. and then COVID like <laughs> two months later, it's on on physical. So you're you're still you get like pretty much right away access to watching at home. And if you're gonna watch it at home and spend the twenty five bucks, that's a lot cheaper than still going and getting two tickets. I just think if you're paying that price, you should be able to keep it. No, I do agree, but the, I think they do have some rental rental options for like twenty or something like that, and they yeah. buy options for like thirty. And I'm like, I I get it, you know, but um, yeah, because Evil Dead Rise is available. Yeah, and I'm I was, like, I was I'm just like, that I almost thought I was like, maybe we should all just rent it and watch it one night and just fucking, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, Evil Dead Rise and something else came out too that I wanted to watch. Um, yeah, I forget what they it all is. they're all coming out. Though. I like I think I just saw something about like oh the new Ari Oster film has finished its theatrical run. I'm like it's already just done. Mm. That's it. Like it was I had a lot of opportunities to see it, but it was always one of those things of like I just uh, I don't think that movie's getting as much uh, uh, success as it. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know about like box office for any of his movies, but I think pretty much everyone who saw it's like, oh no, he's still, he's still got it. He's still great, and it's still crazy. I just keep hearing like very, very mixed reviews. Like Alex hated it. Uh, Blake loved. I think Blake loved it. I'm pretty sure he said that. Um, I was listening to podcasts, and you know, some guy was like, he was a huge fan of Hereditary and. Uh, Midsummer, but he's like this one is. He's like I don't know what the fuck I just. Watched. Well, I mean, I've seen reviews that are like never gonna watch this movie again. Five stars. <laughs> like, like yeah. there are movies like that, and it's like I don't know. I've I've bitched about it. I don't know about how much on the pod, but like in real life, about how there's so many movies out there that are like three hours long that I'm sure are absolute masterpieces yeah. and are great. But it's like this is an afternoon. This is like a. Got to make sure I have something to drink. Got to make sure I eat a meal beforehand. Yeah, got to right. make sure I have a snack. Got to make sure I have no responsibilities. And and I, I get I get restless. I, I I like I like watching a long movie if it's really good. But the idea of committing to something for three hours is like oh, a I big know. ask. And yeah. like especially if it's in a theater, it's like when am I gonna go pee? Yeah, for real. I saw that uh, Central Cinema is playing Midsummer's director cut. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I never saw that. I never saw that one either. Um, I was like. Oh. I'm half tempted to go try to see that, but I I know I won't be able to. But I mean, you didn't particularly like Midsummer that much in the first place. No, but I've been wanting to rewatch it. Yeah. Though. So and I and I would be curious to watch the director's cut on my next viewing. Yeah. You know, it's also like there's a thing of like watching movies and whatnot of like when you go see it like as soon as it comes out, you have an impression of it, and then like it gets time to marinate in like yeah. the online community and people get to discuss it and figure things out and whatnot and you get an idea of what the consensus is and you learn a few things about it sure. like you know the big thing with midsummer is being like this is a breakup movie like this is like focus on like danny's relationship with christian and how that's falling apart and how she tries to find fulfillment and all these things and it's like oh 
you approach it from this angle, you might have a different appreciation of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's honestly just after talking with you and Blake and everyone else in between and, you know, like you said, just online stuff. It's like, and it's been like a couple of years. When did that movie 2019. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's been a few years now. So, um, yeah, it's been, that's made me enough time to be like, all right, I, I could rewatch that again and, and kind of see see how I feel now thinking about that. Speaking of scuba bites, dude, I just fucking found one on my ankle here. It is. Oh, that's it's, the worst. It's itching so bad, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, well, let's see. I don't have a car seat issue to worry about right now, so we still got a little bit of time. We got a little bit of time. Yeah, um, trying to think, man. Extravaganza coming up. Blah, 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 blah. Stress, anxiety, always. <laughs> um, I don't know. What's up? What's up? What do you, what you got? Well, a lot Anything? of my free time has just been spent. I just, I mean, I've, I've been kind of like... I didn't expect to do this, but I've just been like really having an interesting time revisiting like the Call of Duty games. Just oh yeah, yeah. Not even necessarily from a wow, these are fun games to play, but like these are interesting from like a cultural standpoint because they're like the biggest fucking games in the world, and it's just kind of interesting playing them, being like, what's what's the deal? Because it's just like you know, you kind of play through them and you see how they kind of like lean into this like spectacle. They lean into gotta make it the biggest baddest thing in the world and playing the older ones when there's a little more subtlety a little more nuance and whatnot i've been uh, yesterday i spent some time playing the campaign for call of duty 2 which is you know it's split into like the russians in stalingrad and the british in north africa and then the american like d-day offensive and stuff and it's just it's just kind of cool seeing all these different like views of the war and how things are different you know it's one minute you're going from bombed out buildings in the snow in Stalingrad to you're fighting with tanks in this desert plain where there's just no cover and you have to run behind tanks to get cover and, and whatnot. And just, I I don't know. It's just this, these games are interesting and it's also cool, like finding mods for them and whatnot. Like I was, it it always, it kind of bothers me. Like I'm playing like the Russian campaign in call of duty two and they're all speaking English and like they have accents, but they're like not that thick or anything. And it's just like, all right, fuck it. I don't, I'm going to go for some immersion. And I do quick Googling and I find out there's just a mod you can download that changes them all to have Russian voices. And it just feels a little more like authentic. Like, yeah. I know it's still a video game. It's still unrealistic. You know, war doesn't have regenerating health, but it's just like I, I like any mods for games that are like, hey, here's a little something to make you feel a little more immersed. Mm. I will say those games have always felt like you said, interesting, like, just, like, you're captivated in that world, that scenery, you know, like, I, I do love the set changes, where it's, like, you do, like, this really wild mission in, like, the snow, and then all of a sudden, like, you have a great cut scene of, like, what's happening in the story, and it's, then... They're I, all big, dumb action movies. Yeah, and then you're in the desert with another character, and taking on this next mission, you're like, okay, have you played the Medal of Honor games? I've, I've played, I emulated a little bit of the first one. Fun fact, the, uh... The team that made, I think, the second Medal of Honor game, they got fed up with being bossed around by corporate, and they were like, well, we're going to quit and make our own game, and that's where Call of Duty Oh, really? From. Yeah. That's it's funny. All, it's all guys who made Medal of Honor that were like, we're fucking tired of being told Damn. what to do, because I think they had all these ideas for wanting to do these, like, scenes that are like, you're not, like, you're not, like, super powerful, you're, like, kind of beaten down, and you're kind of exploring more of the horrors of war, and just get, dealing with different scenarios, and it was... They were all about like, no, we gotta be super patriotic and fun and cool mm-hmm. and and that's what led to that. Oh wow. Yeah. That's interesting. And you know, I think that's why 
Medal of Honor tried really hard to keep up with Call of Duty as the years went on, man. Yeah. Because Call well, of Duty was like releasing banger after banger, and people got sick of World War Two as well. Yeah, and Medal of Honor started doing different kinds of shit, you know, yeah. left and right. And I played a few of them. I thought they were okay, you know. But um, Call of Duty always had like the yeah. I, I wild remember side. it was around. I think it was around 2010 where there was a big push. We're like, no, Medal of Honor's back. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna take it. And then it came out, and no one fucking talked about yeah, it. It's yeah. like. It's that there's a thing in the gaming industry of just like whenever there's a huge hit, there's always everyone's like, we're going to we're going to kill it. We're going to take it over. And they never do. They never do. They're never able to grasp that or get like a feel of why it's popular or anything like that. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I, I'm going to try to start Legend of Zelda this week. It's so it's like, I'm kind of nervous. I see. all Dude, I see all these clips and it's like it is so crazy to me how it's like. I'm seeing people do all these things and they're like super fun, but I'm just like, this is like, this isn't like when I was a kid and I got into Zelda, this is yeah. nothing like it. This is nothing I know. like it. And, and like, I don't know. I think we talked about this briefly before, but with uh, Breath of the Wild, that I, there's like that part of me, that small part of me that's like, this is almost like too much. Like, mm-hmm. this is like, I just kind of miss that simple platform kind of style. You, game, know, you know, I, I miss like you're walking around in a forest and then you find a cave and you go in and it says forest temple and the, yeah. and the dungeons had themes to them and it felt like they belonged instead of just being here's another shrine right here's a here's a giant beast and they all look the same and explore them and i i mean not to shit on breath of the wild it's a great game but it's like it was a huge formula shift for the series and it's like now i'm just kind of like oh, i wish they could kind of like maybe make some smaller scale more classic style yeah, ones yeah for real so like i'm i'm a little nervous because i'm like I don't want to get overwhelmed by everything. Like I know I'll have fun with it and I know it's like it's going to be worth playing and and spend that time, but I'm kind of just like man, this is a uh, I know like I'm not going to be as like captivated maybe in that nostalgia way, you know, like like in that sense of this keep it simple small, you know, platformer style. But um oh, I had a point with that too. Uh fuck where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. No. Lost it. Um but yeah, no, it'll, it'll be it'll be exciting. I'm 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 ready to dive into that and give it. I a, always give it a whirl. I think I brought it up last week too. But like, I always have issue with like, there's these games where it's just like I want to play them, but and that's gonna be my life. Yeah, and that's like I yeah. want to play Elden Ring, but that's gonna be my life. Mm-hmm. Death Stranding, it's gonna be my life. It's, I mean, I saw like. When Resident Evil 4 came out, it was just like this thing of like, anytime I had free time, I'm like, well, I gotta. And it's, and that's fun to have that, but then you you get behind on other things and whatnot. Even even when you're responsible, it's just this thing of like, always feeling the need to jump back into that world. It's like, ooh. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, oh, shit. I was, I'm, I'm fucking fried right you're now, stumped. dude. I, dude, you're I stumped. am. I'm, you, like, you have no idea, like, man, on, Fucking Friday night, getting done that late. I was up till probably three because I had to still unwind and I had to get my gear and shit, you know, ready to go again. This SD card ready to go again and all that stuff. So me and Jordan sat around, had another couple beers, and then I was like, "All right, I got to go to bed." And then I get up and I that long day Saturday, and then I I was out with Ginger and my dad uh, and, and Jennifer and Amy and Tyler even for a little bit, but I was out with them for. Probably to like one thirty, one forty five, came back in, had another beer, went to bed, and it's just like that mental that mental I'm just you know, yeah, I'm just, it takes it's a, gonna take me this whole week, I think, to really recover from doing that. So apologize if I'm just a little slow today. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. yeah. We've we've I think we've done worse podcasts. Ah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jordan, he was like uh 
he got his weeks mixed up. Um, you know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna guest on their podcast next week or something because Luke is gonna be out of town. He's like, but he he thought it was this week, so he was like, hey. Tell me a day when you can do the podcast with me. And I'm just thinking like, oh, dude, I got to still figure out my whole week. And I'm fucking tired. And I'm trying to do as little as I can this week, you know, creatively. I'm just needing a break. But he he, he told me last night. He's always oh, next week. I was like, thank God. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I didn't get to do the podcast with Ginger. I was hoping to do that while she was here. But we just had so much going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'll get it one day with her. Um, She was inviting us to go to Vegas and do some shit out there with her and I was like anytime that'd be fun um okay well then I should say um just trying to fill air at the moment what do I got going on do I have anything going on do you have anything going on not really I just I don't know uh just wanna I don't know I'm trying to do more writing I uh you are writing a thing with Lucas. I mean, it was... Sort of. We were trying. We were... It was something me and you were really trying to work on for a second there. And, you know, everyone obviously get busy. But I think it's... I think it honestly, it is nice if you can kind of keep that idea going. And that way I can jump back in when time's right or whatever. But, um, yeah. what? what I mean, as far as writing, though, goes, like... I mean, how are you thinking about... Or what are you thinking about? I'm in a, I've been uh, wanting to just, like, get more into, like not writing scripts, but just writing just for the sake of writing and cool. just exploring options. I've thought about having a blog and it's just, there's always this thing when it comes to content creation of like, I feel like I got something to say, but it's like you, then you put it out there and it gets no views, no hits. And it's just like, maybe, I'm, maybe I should, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I do have nothing to say. And I don't know. I've been, I've been thinking about writing a little bit more about like real world shit and just my thoughts on things. But there's always this pressure when you do that of like, what, am I qualified to say anything? And it's like you're. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion. You're in, even if you're in, you're allowed to have that opinion. If it's fucking stupid, people are allowed to ignore it or dunk on it. Right. And I don't know. I just I, I I do find there are a lot of times, particularly like slow days at work. I'll just I'll pull up not even my diary, but just document. I'll just, just want to write about like how I'm how I'm seeing things, how I'm feeling about things, and I can I can do that for like a good twenty minutes and write like a few pages just off the dome nice. like that, and it's like. I got to find a way to do something with this because I like it and whatnot. And so, I don't know. I'm figuring out a few things. I don't want to, like, say, I'm writing this thing. And then a couple weeks later, someone asked me how that's going. And being, being like, oh, I fucking quit that. Like, you know, mm. you know, creative projects go. Yeah, no, I get that. I I tried blogging for a long time and, and whatnot. And um, I wouldn't mind doing it again. But trying to stay consistent with it, I think the podcast helps me just have that kind of outlet a little bit. Um, but writing, it, I, I I think it's a good idea to have something like that. I mean, even you know, it takes a while before before people start realizing, oh, here's ne- here's that blog post that John does, you know, mm-hmm. every week, and I'm gonna check it out. You know, I, it, it takes a while for people to really start catching on to that stuff, and then you do get those like, you know, views and likes or comments, and even you know, it's like. And then even once you do it consistently enough, you're always going to have people who like, this I don't is like not what content. You, this is exactly, this is not content. Like you just read through an entire book. This is right. not content. This is not content. Well, thanks for reading. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm but, just imagining there's this dude, like he's just like finishes reading like Moby Dick. He like shuts the page, shuts it after like <laughs> dramatic six weeks of reading it. And it's like, that's not content. This is not content. <laughs> You're like, it's just nothing but instructions on how to kill whales. Yeah, dude. Uh, so, you know, there's always that fucking person out, out there who's yeah. like, this sucks. You don't know what you're talking about. You suck. 
but then you'll have people who are like, oh, great read, John. I, I, I exactly, I feel the exact same way, you know, and, so. And I mean, and a lot of it is, it's like, I'm not talking about writing about, like, movie reviews or game reviews. I'm talking about, like, real world issues yeah. that I have firm opinions on. And a lot of it is things that it's like, I don't think it's that disagreeable or controversial, but it's one of those things of when you make a strong stance on something, you know, there's going to be pushback. And sometimes it's like, sometimes it's like you just don't want to fucking deal with it. <laughs> you don't want to yeah. deal with it. You want to keep just being that guy who writes funny dog movies and, yeah. and whatnot. And I don't know. It's 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 a big thing of like, I think as old, the older I get, the more I want to take like a lot of issues seriously and shift towards that. But still have a fun time. Yeah, I mean that that could be just an extra thing that you do talk about real world shit or your thoughts, perspective on that kind of stuff. And I think that's a good that's a good angle, that's a good platform to have, you know. And yeah. you know, I try to do stuff like that through I don't know whatever podcasting or anything like that. I I mean I I definitely like like to express myself in certain ways um, as content creator. But uh, you know, it, as I've been pushing more content and as strange films has been growing and all these things like I'm starting to get those people who have their own opinions about what I do. So like even on TikTok or the clock, you know, these someone (laughs) it's so fucking funny. It's just like, but like I had the gifted trailer has been out there for a while now. And someone like yesterday hopped on my clip of that on TikTok and posted like four different comments and saying, this would have been better at night if you, you know, shooting the him walking through the graveyard. You should have done this or da da da. But every time they said that, they said just my opinion, just my thought. Yeah. So I commented and said, "Well, everyone has opinions." <laughs> I was like, "Everyone, they're like assholes." You know, like it, it's sometimes just like full of shit. Sometimes, yeah, there you go. But you know, sometimes I I still look at like comments, um, and I get even if even if I know like they're wrong or. I don't give a fuck what they think or like, Oh, that's nice for that consideration. But I, I know this worked, you know, and I'm, I'm happy with what I did. There's still always that, that back of my mind thoughts like, mm-hmm. Oh God, I'm a fraud. Everyone hates me. You know, like, yeah. so it's like, and I was like, I can't even imagine if I was able to, if I was gotten a bigger platform and I had shit like that coming at me every day, left and right, you know, that's, that's a scary thought. It's like, uh, what's, so what's worse is like putting content out and having a bunch of people shit on it, just getting pissed off about it for no reason or putting content out and just not hearing anything. Yeah, I don't know. Cause I think, I don't know. It's one of those things of like, yeah, I get pissed off when people don't like my shit, but sometimes it's, it, it's, if it's a couple of people who are just being shitty and most everyone else is like, Oh yeah, it's pretty good yeah. or whatnot. It's like kind of funny. If it's all shitting on it, it's like, Oh, maybe I did fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, you're always seeking, if you had no one saying or commenting or anything like that, you're like seeking that validation. You know, mm-hmm. you're seeking that like, well, someone tell me I did this was good. Please, Why does Tether know? have twenty five thousand views and no comments? <laughs> it's just like, what are we doing here? So I don't know. It's a tough, tough line to walk sometimes. But we chose this life. <laughs> yeah, or the life chose us. Ah, there it is. No. Um. Okay. Well, that kind of got us there. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. Better than 45 minutes. All right. So, with that said, thanks for uh, sticking around. And check out Strange Films. We're going to be posting all kinds of fun behind-the-scenes stuff of The Gifted. Um, Already been doing that. And you can really see what we're up to. And we've got a whole other shoot to do later this summer. And a lot of other shit coming up in the next few weeks. So... 
Uh, check out Strange Films and support the show here. It would be nice podcasts on Instagram. Uh, would be nice pod on Twitter. All that good stuff. Send us some love. And uh, yeah, I'm August. Uh, Wishlist Phantom Fury on Steam. All right. There Always. All right. Thanks again for joining us. Any last thoughts, my friend? Uh, if you see a mosquito, kill it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Master. Uh, all right. <laughs> Thank you.